BizQuick podcast hits on the struggles and advantages of being an entrepreneur. It's for anyone who's made the commitment to burn the boats and not look back. Are you a busy entrepreneur or small business owner trying to do it all? Then this podcast is for you. Corey and Julie will take you through the details of building a strong business. Hit the subscribe button and gear up for another episode of BizQuick Podcast. Hello and welcome to BizQuick. I'm Corey. I'm Julie. And on today's show, we've got Chris Burris on. He is a research engineer and scientist and a co-owner of a company that manufactures um, a product that's shown to help extend your lifespan. And it's called Vital C, I believe is the company. Um, and we will jump into that when he joins the show. But before we get going, um, I think we're going to talk about um, the importance of health as an entrepreneur because we... Um, we've covered that a couple of times, but it's something that I think is worth covering more than once because it's important. Your health is important. Isn't that right, Julie? It is. Ironically, uh, whatever, whatever I had, uh, last week when my voice was a little froggy, um, has now been passed along to Julie. So the SB Pace team is just getting decimated by whatever, whatever the hell is going through the company right now. <laughs> yeah. It's weird because I don't actually feel bad. I just sound like I feel bad. I sound, I sound manly. <laughs> How does that feel? Not good. Not good at all. Yes. All I don't right. think I have a very good radio voice right now. No, nah, but we'll power through because that's what we do. We're uh, we're that's professionals. What, yeah. yeah, that's what we have to do. Yeah, we could have canceled on this cat. We could have. Just like that guy canceled on us today. We were supposed to be on his podcast. I was kind of glad about that, though. Yeah, I wasn't upset. But then he immediately rescheduled for 5.30 tomorrow morning. No. It's like, nope, I'm sorry, dude. And then I was like, do you, it's like, um, that's kind of rough. Do you have anything about this time, like maybe on Monday? And then he rescheduled for 5.30 on Monday. And I was like, this time being like 9 a.m., that's fine. He's like, oh, I've got kids and whatnot. And I was like, well. Uh, Sorry at, about your luck. Yeah, at like 5.30 in the morning, I'm on like my third hour of sleep. So that's not um, not going to happen. I'm sorry. No, it's not going to happen. So where did we land on that? Uh, it's just a little bit later on that Monday morning. But yeah, so we're all set there. But anyway, let's jump, jump back into importance of health as an entrepreneur. Yeah. Um, it's important. It is important. And I would love to, would, you know, I'm curious to see what this product does that, uh, that Chris has uh, helped create because everybody wants to extend their life and hopefully, do they? I'd say most people do. I don't know. I don't, I, I think most people don't think about, they don't want to die, but most people don't think about extending their life because if they thought about extending their life and I'm sorry, people would take fucking better care of themselves. I would agree, but it's also, like, if you look at, let's say, the last, like, 10 to 15 years of your life, if you live to be 80, they're not exactly the best years of your life. Well, they can be if you take better care of them. I mean, they could be, but also... There's plenty of spry 80-year-olds out there. Sure, but if, if for business owners who work day in and day out and for the majority of their adult life, if not their entire adult life... It would be nice to say at the at 70 when you decide that you're like, oh, I'm going to throw in the towel. I've got enough money now to do all the fun things I want to do to know that you've got like 30, 40 years of solid life in front of you and not, you know, we're sitting in a chair watching TV just waiting to die. Right. But 
So we'll see. But the the important thing when you're just when you say like day to day. So let's talk about that. The the things that you can do now to help improve your life at the end of the at the end of your life. Um, what are those things, Julie? Stop eating shit. Okay. <laughs> Processed food. Like, stop it. Like, put away the Doritos, put away the Ho-Hos, and eat some fruits and vegetables. Mostly vegetables. Let's leave fruits out of the equation. There. Oh, we have a different opinion on fruits. We do. Fruits are still better for you than a bag of Doritos. Possibly. Yes. Possibly. Well, yes. It's a bunch of empty carbs. I, sure, sure, but are you telling me that you would rather, you would direct somebody that there's no difference between eating processed food and eating food that's direct from nature? I hate the whole concept of direct from nature. There are hundreds, if not thousands, of mushrooms out there that grow naturally that we shouldn't eat and can't eat because we will die. We're not going to die from eating fruit. Sure you will. If you eat too much of it. Yeah. But the 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 point being, yes, you should eat. You should be more conscious about what you eat. Not uh, not any one thing. There's nothing wrong with it, eating Doritos every once in a while, but it shouldn't be a staple in your diet. I once worked with a girl whose favorite snack, and she had it every day, was a you know like not the giant size family size bag of doritos but a bag of doritos and not like the single serving size but a bag of doritos sort of that like you know 16 like i don't know you know what i'm talking about like the yeah bigger. just like you you yeah like that's you, like you'd share with uh you'd you'd pour that into a bowl for yeah, like a party yeah the super bowl yeah. yeah yeah and not again not the super large one but like right. a reasonable like four or five people could finish it off yeah yes so she would eat those every day for a snack with a container of cream cheese, Philadelphia cream cheese. <laughs> oh, didn't see that one coming. That's what she would dip them in. And she's like, you should try this. It's the most delicious snack ever. And I was like, it looks delicious. Yeah, I did. <laughs> also looks incredibly unhealthy. Yeah. I sound like a judgy judgerson right now. What about that guy we worked with who used to drink two two liters of Coke every day? I don't understand. I just, Four liters of Coke Classic. A every, day. Every day. Listen, I do love every once in a while a nice can of Coca-Cola, but I don't drink soda. I try not to ever have so soda. I haven't had soda in a year. Again, like for most things in moderation, totally mm -hmm. fine. Mm -hmm. And that goes for illicit drugs. Why not? You know, moderation, moderation, you. have those mushrooms. Sure. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I, I also think so in addition to like eating better, move daily and get some sleep. Yes, sleep. That's the big one. That um, is the big one. For me, in my opinion, that... Of, you of, says the man who doesn't sleep. No, I do sleep. It's just at different hours. <laughs> um, but, and and for me, like, I could... Of all of the things that if I do or don't do, I feel like if I don't exercise, I I feel fine. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, you know, I didn't exercise today. You kinda, when you don't exercise, though, you're kind of a jerk. Sure, but that aside, like I'm saying, like physically, <laughs> so it doesn't impact you. It just impacts those around <laughs> and you, and that's that's what matters. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. And um, but yeah, the lack of sleep, like if I don't get proper sleep, that definitely affects me. Yeah, and and that's something that um, for me, and I'm sure everybody's different, but it's like if I don't get the proper sleep, then that's definitely going to affect me. I get crabby, real crabby, if I don't get. Um, the the proper amount of sleep and and it, like I mean mentally I could just feel myself like just mentally not 
um, not as um, as active or as effective, like I, across the board, physically, mentally, everything, like you know, spiritually, emotionally, sure, all of those, <laughs> all of those things. <laughs> is that why? Is that why sometimes you just can't emotionally? You can't be there emotionally. Because you haven't gotten enough sleep? No, that has nothing to do with anything. That's just me. <laughs> right on. Yes. Well, we need to uh, wrap this up because we got Chris coming on here in a minute. So we are going to take a quick break and we'll be ba- right back with Chris. With so many things competing for our attention these days, efficiently acquiring and retaining customers is critical for small businesses. And that's why we launched Certivium, the newest business from the SB Pace team. Certivium is a business created specifically for entrepreneurs who need a hand with customer service, customer engagement, and social media management. We are an affordable option that any small business looking to grow needs to help maintain the most important part of their business, their customers. Find out if Certivium is right for your business at certivium.com. All right, and welcome back to the show, everybody. We've got Chris Burris on of My Vital C, and he is going to talk to us about whatever we get into. How are you doing today, Chris? I'm doing wonderful, Corey and Julie. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited about what we can share with entrepreneurs and uh, what we can share about health. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it, too. And we had a quick conversation before we started this and learned a little something about Chris that I think that I want to dive into first is that you did a little comedic uh, improv in your past there. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, I'm just very thankful you didn't say say something funny, right? Because that's uh, some people you share. Uh, I did comedy improv, and they're like, "Okay, great, say something funny," and and I'm like, then you have to kind of explain in a very uh, unfunny manner that comedy improv is about being on stage with another actor, having the audience suggest locations and relationships, having rules to a particular game, and then like exercising that. And what comes out of that is usually very funny. Um, and it's not, it's the, it's in, in fact, we had in one of the classes I took, we had a stand up comedian who dropped out of the class because improv is almost the antithesis of stand up comedy. Stand up <laughs> comedy is like guiding people through a journey and having control of every letter of every word. And improv is letting go of everything. Like literally, you're on stage next to somebody, they're saying something, you have a brilliant idea of the way you could take this scene. And then they say something that makes that impossible. Like, okay, the frog that was going to take you on some journey is now run over by a semi truck and you've got to drop everything you had planned and go with the flow. Uh, And I think that go with the flow is really, uh, really important. I think it's good for podcasting. Julie was talking about how it's positively impact her podcasting. Um, I, I think it's just really good in communications in general. So I'm very happy to have a, 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 a very short uh, career in uh, comedy improv under my belt. <laughs> improv. Is, so I, I feel like stand up comedy is storytelling at its best and improv is story listening, right? Where you have to listen yeah. very carefully to what is happening right before you like all the way through and you have to really exercise your memory on it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, if you think in terms of business dealings and, and what you have to do, the answer is is often right in front of you. You go back to a, a, one of the very important phrases in sales, which is once you have the sale, stop selling. <laughs> but, but the challenge with that often is you don't you aren't listening well enough to understand that you've already got the sell. Right. So 
in improv, you're forced to listen to the other person and you're forced to say, oh, okay, I have the cell. Let me improvise. Let me not do the script. I believe scripts are absolutely important for business. Let me not do the rest of my script. Let me improvise and figure out how I'm going to go down the path of, you know, closing the deal because the sale's already made. That's such a great point. And I mean, now we're talking about sales, but being able to read your audience is so important when it comes to selling because like I, I, I get turned off by hard sales. Like I, if I'm walking into a situation, I know that I want to purchase something and I'm just, I need, might need to find out like a piece of information and then where do I sign? But people like, you know, they're like, Oh, well I need to, this sales tact and I need to try, try Like, no, I'm already there. I already want to buy something. And if you keep pushing me, I'm going to walk out. And, and it's, I don't think it's that hard to, to read people to say, Oh, okay. This person wants to engage. This person doesn't want to engage. It's like that pushy salesman when you're in the store and they just, Hey, if there's anything you need, let me know. If, if I wanted something, I would come find you. Yeah. I'm obviously not talking to you for a reason. So yeah. let's just keep that relationship. I've the been way it avoiding is. eye contact for five minutes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm pretending so we're playing we a game of, Yeah. I'm, I'm playing a game of tag with you. <laughs> yeah. Or keep, keep away, rather. Hide and seek yeah. something, anything. Yeah. All right. So you had, you know, a an experience with improv, um, but you do something a little bit bigger and more important than that with your actual career. What do you do? Yeah. Yeah. So um and this is a career that I have, have not chosen, like it's effectively chosen me. Um, and I, I turn out to be in supplement sales. Right. And I tried and I, and I can talk about the story in, in a little bit, but I tried very hard not to get into supplement sales. It was not something that I was interested in and in pursuing, uh, you know, the supplement industry, you know, whatever your opinions may be about it. Uh, there's actually peer reviewed published research that shows 50% of supplements on the market don't have in them what they say they have in them. And that was one of the papers that I kind of leaned on to try not to get into the supplement industry because my background was delivering commercial quantities of carbon nanomaterials. I know that's a mouthful uh, to research institutions around the world. It's an exacting market. And it's the opposite of 50% of the products that are on the market don't have in them what they have in them. So yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, what I do is I, I sell a supplement and the supplement has a very interesting history uh, about the supplement. So what is the supplement? <laughs> I was told to give you guys time to chat. So uh, I don't want to go on, you know, long monologues, but the, the long and short is I'm, I'm, I guess there's nobody's watching. Right. But I'm holding this up into the camera anyway, and I'll describe it. I'm holding up a soccer ball like molecule. So if you imagine a soccer ball where the lines on the ball represent the bonds between the carbon atoms, you have a spherical molecule of 60 carbon atoms. It's carbon 60. Uh, this molecule was discovered in 1985. The guys who discovered it won the Nobel Prize in 1996, so a short 11 years from discovery to actual award of the Nobel Prize. It's an amazing molecule uh, for industrial purposes, for a great number of industrial purposes. In 2012, because they thought people would be working with it, and they also thought the molecule would be toxic. They did a toxicity study. In that toxicity study, they gave rats water, rats olive oil, and then rats olive oil with this molecule and olive oil, dissolved in olive oil. Uh, instead of being toxic, the rats that they gave really my company's My Vital C formula to lived 90% longer than the control group. 
So this is the single longest longevity experimental result in human history. And that kind of launched me down the path of, uh, you know, that I couldn't avoid of, of getting into supplement sales. Interesting. So Corey and I had this conversation um, on the front end where when he was, he was doing the introduction of you, right? And he was talking about how this supplement that you have helps people live longer, which he, he, he made the point of everyone wants to live longer. And I, I disagreed not to be contrarian, but just to, just based on observation, I say this, if everybody wanted to live longer, then why doesn't everybody take better care of themselves? Mm. That's, that, that's a, that, that's a great fundamental question. Um, and I won't, I won't attempt to answer that. <laughs> what I can say is I have the conversation about this rat study regularly. And I very often get, why wouldn't I want to live long? Like, why would I want to live longer? All right. So Corey, that may surprise you. It surprised me. I've always had in my head, I want to live to 125. I'll be honest. I didn't think 125 was even going to be that pretty, but that was just the number I had in my head. And what, what really is happening when people respond that way is we haven't separated living a healthy life from living like, so as we age, we get more infirmed. And if you rephrase the question, if you had the same mental capacity and you had the same physical capacity that you have today, would you then be interested in living longer? And so interesting, we could get into the psychology of this. Not everyone says yes. There are some people I think who need to reevaluate where they are <laughs> if they have the same mental capacity and physical capacity and they decide not to live longer. Um, but but yeah, there really is this this separation. And I often joke this this research that was published uh, the rats live 90% longer. Typical Wistar rat lives 32 months. These lived out to 62 months and they had no tumors. That was another kind of important piece of the story. Uh, I often joke that there were notes, no notes in that study that these rats were walking around with little rat walkers and little rat oxygen tanks. And, you know, they lived healthy rat lives. They just lived them 90% longer than the control group. And I, I mean, that's a good point right there. The they didn't grow tumors because, <laughs> yeah, they lived longer, but they looked horrible. Um, <laughs> but I think that, I mean, part of the the problem there, Julie, like that I, I was thinking of when you said that people don't, why don't they treat themselves better right now is they're looking for that quick solution. They want the silver bullet. They want, they don't want to put in the work to, to get that benefit later. They want to just take a shot of uh, my, my vital C and olive oil and, and hope that hope for the best. So, I mean, it, does your product, I mean, in terms of, or like just in general, like, I mean, we can talk about the entire thing, but the, the idea of that, yeah, this might extend my life, but now uh, it's just going to extend my awful life because I'm not doing anything else other than taking this one product. Well, so I would personally like, yes, like do exercise, get good sleep, have mentally stimulating ha hobbies or work. Like I'm very lucky. I love what I do. It is mentally stimulating and, and, and do those things. Uh, uh, it, those are very important to having a fulfilling life, but living longer, like it, it, I think it goes down to people talk. I, I love what Dr. Gundry says. I don't know if you guys know of Dr. Gundry is a two time New York number one bestseller. And he likes to say, I want you to die young 
at a very old age, right? So having this enthusiasm for life, having the energy for life, having the mental capacity for life and to do it at a very young age. Now, maybe some of your question was, well, if this product has this research behind it that shows it extends life by 90%, are there any other benefits? Like what else is ha- like, is there anything else that happening is, is happening? And, and not surprisingly, it's not just something that extends life and extends it in, you know, maybe a miserable way. Uh, we're getting a lot of testimonials about what people are experiencing today. And our most consistent testimonial is people take it in the morning. They report mental focus and energy during the day and then better sleep that night. Let's talk about sleep then, because that's such an important part of just being healthy in general. And we work with entrepreneurs and we are entrepreneurs and sleep is one of the things that people are quick to sacrifice when it comes to trying to fit as many things into their day. They're not going to, you know, they might sacrifice some fun stuff. You know, they might sacrifice a number of things, but the easiest thing is like, oh, well, I'm just going to stay up late or I'll just wake up early and and I'll deal with it tomorrow. Um, Let's talk about sleep and the importance of sleep. Yeah. So if you, I'm going to encourage everyone who is like foregoing sleep for some, well, first off, just as a note on this planet, we are the only species that will forego sleep for no healthful reason right? So any other species on the planet that is missing out on sleep is doing it to get food or to escape predators. And that's it, right? So we're that only species that does that. So it's probably not a wise decision. There's a book out there called Why We Sleep by Dr. Matthew Walker. Uh, I think he's a Harvard professor, 25 years of research. Uh, It is the scariest book that you will ever read about sleep. It's like the Freddy Krueger of sleep, except it convinces you to get sleep. Because His research shows without a doubt the negative impact that a lack of sleep, and it's not even that much of a lack of sleep, the lack of a couple hours of sleep have on your mental capacity, your actual physical health. A lot of people don't realize we do this sleep experiment every year where we gain an hour and we lose an hour, daylight savings time. Statistically, when we gain that hour of sleep, heart attacks go down and we lose that hour of sleep heart attacks go up. The number's right at 30%. They go down by 30% when we get more sleep. They go up by 30% when we lose that hour of sleep. Sleep is monumentally important. And as an entrepreneur, yeah, you may not have to sacrifice here or there, but like make sure that you have one of your focuses is on sleep so that you can perform better for your customers or for your business. Yeah, I think that there's some sort of study out there that Along the lines, and I'm not going to get the numbers right, but basically a a certain amount of sleep deprivation is the equivalent of being drunk, like when you're driving. Yeah. Which is crazy to think about that you can affect yourself that much by just, I'm going to skip a little sleep tonight. Yeah. And I think, you know, one of the things that we don't realize and and sleep is even very important for for handling emotions. And that ends up being a, a very interesting spiral. Right. Because if you can't handle your emotions, you end up having, you know, emotionally bad days, emotionally bad days tend to end in ruminating at sleep over what, how somebody wronged you or how you may have wronged somebody else. And so now you've gotten, I call it the uh, emotional sleep spiral. It's just not a, a great place to be. Um, so, so having that, yeah, you, I think it's one day of sleep. So you skip one day of sleep and you're equivalent of drunk. And we don't have the ability to recognize the negative impact that sleep has on us, 
right? So we just wake up, we know we're a little groggy, we're pounding some coffee, and we think we're good to go. But the, but the data is very clear on mistakes that you make and, um, and inefficiencies that you have when you don't get sleep. So and, and in that book, also, uh, Matthew Walker talks about the $2 billion sleep aid industry. And these are prescription drugs. And he makes a very clear point that these drugs like Ambien, they just knock you out, right? So you feel like you don't need sleep when you wake up, but you haven't gotten your in-REM sleep or your REM sleep, the healing and restorative sleep that you need so that you can perform at your best the following day. And I like to point out that our product is actually very much different. Ambien and all the prescription drugs you take right before you sleep, they knock you out. Ours you take in the morning and has a positive impact on your sleep that night. I, I read um, last year Ben Greenfield's book, Boundless, and he has a very, very um, large section dedicated to sleep. And just honestly reading that book, like fundamentally changes the way that I looked at sleep because I realized it just it's really the most vital part of your health is sleep. And entrepreneurs tend to wear lack of sleep like a badge of honor. Like, hey, I'm only sleeping three hours a night. And it's like, you're an idiot. Like, you have yeah. no idea what you're doing to yourself long term. None. And, and you also have factually no idea how underperforming you are, how much underperformance are you, you are creating by not getting that sleep in the following day. So not even just long term, like you're not performing as well for your business or your customers as you could if you're if you're lacking sleep. Matthew Walker recommends about seven and a half hours of what he calls sleep opportunity, right? So you need to be in bed with the lights off uh, and, and, and really having that opportunity to sleep deeply. It's the, the funny thing there where you don't even realize how poorly you're, you're like how badly it's affecting you. It's like when you're drunk and you're at the bar and you decide that you're going to sing some karaoke and you're like, Oh, it was so awesome. God, if you had to watch that video afterwards, like, you're like, Oh man. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't have got up on stage there. I've seen that video afterwards. It's not good. It's <laughs> yeah, not, yeah, you you were in that video <laughs> too. I know I was. It's never good. It's fun though. It's yes, fun it's in a the lot moment. Of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Although reasons I, I don't do karaoke since social media. I know. Right? <laughs> Although I would argue that there's nothing really fun about feeling tired. No, there no, isn't. It's the it's the worst, and like my body's really good at telling me when I'm tired. Like I'll start to sweat profusely and. I'm just not very nice. And I know exactly how much sleep I need. I also know what's too much sleep for me. So, but I think most people just don't listen to their bodies. Sure. And it, I guess it's priorities and you need to set sleep like as one of your priorities, just like you should set some sort of exercise, daily exercise as a priority. And eating fruits and vegetables. Eating daily. vegetables daily. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yes. Well, but, by the way, I did mention Dr. Gundry and he has some very interesting thoughts about fruits and how they should only be eaten locally and when they're in season because of the impact fruits are uh, are designed to have on our body or our bodies are designed to have two fruits when we eat them. Use more words. Use more words, Chris. I want to I want to know if you're about to support Corey or me here. I feel so, like so, a little, little bit in between. I, I, I feel so, like it's so, going Corey's direction. So Dr. Gundry's point is when we when we were evolving and we had access to fruits, typically it was spring or fall. Well, if you're in fall, it's like, hey, you might die this winter because winters really suck. So you should fatten up. And then when it's spring, hey, 
good job. You survived winter. You probably need some fat. And so our bodies are tuned to fatten up on fruits. Now, that's okay if they're in season, right? He just doesn't recommend, you know, you're having a kiwi every month or whatever, every day. Like that's not how we evolved naturally to have a relationship with fruit. Yeah, that's like, his point. Like eating a banana every morning. It's not, yeah. not probably not a good idea. I don't even buy yeah. bananas anymore. You uh, ruined them for me. <laughs> good. Well, anyway. Oh, you're also supposed to you're supposed to eat green bananas, right? Green bananas are oh, supposed yeah, to be good at, at resistant yes. starches, and then the, the sweet ones are, you know, bad for you. I'm with you there. I do not. If there's even a smidge of brown, if they're too yellow on my bananas, okay. I'm not eating it. And, oh, and like, I'm, the whole thing with fruit, I mean, and you said it, and it's evolutionarily speaking, sugar is cheap energy. And our body knows it, and and everybody will justify reasons that they can they should be able to eat sugar, but your body your body needs it when you're a hunter gatherer, but when you can just you know head down to the grocery store real quick, not that important in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And and again, have it when it's in season and local. The other point is is if it's if it's plucked too early, it actually still has what he what are called lectins, which are proteins that convince plant animals to not eat plants. And those those like it hasn't ripened fully. It hasn't gotten to the point where the plant actually wants the animal to eat it because fruits in general want animals to eat them. But they don't like they want them to eat them at a certain time when the seeds are at the right state. And so they're they have different chemicals that give the wrong signals to us when uh, when they're they're too early. Well, there, there we have it. Uh, an, <laughs> kind of an answer, but not really. But um, Chris, we got to get the fruit battle. We got to get going here. Um, so before we go, is there anything that we can do for you? Well, well, yeah. I mean, maybe we can help each other out. If anybody's interested in trying the product, um, they can go to my a link that I've made for you guys, myvitalc.com forward slash bizquick. Um, and when they go to that page, you can find any one of our products. You can, uh, try our products for, uh, uh, really you can buy an individual bottle for like $99. That'll get you through a month. Uh, and if you get on subscription, you can save 25%. So I just recommend, and you can cancel at any time. So I just recommend, Hey, go there, get on subscription. Uh, also use the coupon code bizquick. That'll get you an additional $15 off. And, um, that's, that's what I would ask your listeners to do. And, uh, thank you for letting me share that. Yeah. Well, that feels like a really good deal. Listeners you might want to take advantage of that. Thank you for joining us today, Chris. It's been a, an entertaining conversation. We enjoyed it immensely. Thanks to our listeners for tuning in and everything that you want to know about Chris and about us is in the show notes. And if you want to work with us, learn about us, connect with us on social media, pretty much anything, you can find it all on sbpace.com. Yeah. And what we would love is if you would download and rate our podcast. Go ahead and give us five stars, but you can also tell us why we suck if you leave us a written review. I'm sure there's something we can improve on. And if you want to subscribe, even better, you can reach out about topics that you might want to hear about on sbpace.com. And we have a radio show. It's live. It's weekly. It's international. And it's 
every Thursday at 9 a.m. on the Voice America Business Channel. And that's called Defeat the Chaos. Yes, it is. Yes. And uh, if you are on our website, click on the book and purchase our number one download, uh, number one book, which is the Seriously Now What? A Small Business Guide to Disaster Preparedness. Um, we've got a workbook download on the website. And if you've already purchased it, we would appreciate if you go back out there, rate and review it. Are you seeing a trend, listeners? We want you to rate and review. Judge us. We're asking you to judge us. I'm Julie. And I'm Corey. And this is BizQuick, helping small businesses across America. 